All right, I'll start. Sounds good. Is it recording? All right, what's up, everybody? My name is Serena Baraj. Welcome to the Technological Podcast. Uh, Again, this is the podcast where we talk about all things technology. We break down different technologies. We also talk about all of the different uh, areas within tech companies, different kind of roles. Um, We really want to help you guys uh, either learn about technology companies, learn about jobs, get the job that you want to get into. So um, without further ado, my name is Sarin. Uh, I went to Georgia Tech for undergrad, started industrial, uh, studied industrial engineering, um, and have been working at Salesforce since graduation. I'm in product marketing. Um, and I also did a few stints in product management uh, while I was interning. So now, now I'll pass it off to you, Nish. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, my name is Anish Sharma. I, uh, I went to Georgia Tech as well. I studied uh, computer science. Um, I did a little bit of software engineering work um, prior to getting into product management, um, where I've been now for, for a little over three years, um, working in the cloud space at IBM. Um, but just to echo some of uh, Seren's statements, our, our goal here is to really uh, help everybody out um, in understanding, you know, what technology is, um, what are the different functions within a technology company, um, you know, and, and what, what, what sort of skills and, and roles they perform on a day-to-day basis, because a lot of that information I think was challenging for, for us or, or was not available, um, you know, when we were in school. So uh, hopefully uh, you guys will enjoy the content. I'll pass it over to Avi. Hey, everyone. So my name is Avi. Um, so I also went to Georgia Tech. Uh, with these two, Siren and Anish, studied computer science, uh, but took a little bit of a different route. So instead of going into the product side and the tech side, I decided to go into consulting. So I went and worked at Accenture, where I worked on the digital strategy side and also worked on the Accenture venture side, really sourcing mid to late stage startups and doing a lot of due diligence over there. After that, I spent some time at BCG Digital Ventures on internal strategy team, really functioning as the chief of staff for a CEO and COO and helping building out analytical capabilities across the company. Uh, Right now, I'm a first year at Wharton, focusing on entrepreneurship and innovation, as well as finance. Uh, And like Anish and Saren said, the podcast is really focused on helping you guys understand what's out there in the tech world, how to navigate the tech world, the different roles that technology companies have. Uh, And that kind of brings me back to the point of what this podcast is today. Uh, So what we're going to be talking about today is the difference between product management and product marketing management. Uh, There seems to be a lot of confusion between the different roles, what they do, uh, where they sit inside a company. I know from like my perspective as well, like just listening to Saren and Anish talk, uh, sometimes I also get confused because I also don't work uh, in that space. Uh, So really going to be diving deep on what these two do on a day-to-day basis, how they think about their role how they think about their role evolving in the future, and then the skill set that they think made them successful in their role today. So I'm going to kick it off uh, with just kind of a general question to both Saren and Anish. Uh, can you just kind of explain, like, like for Saren, so explain what PMM, product marketing, is? And then Anish, please explain what product management is and what you think of the role. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I can go first. Uh, so the way that I see product marketing is, is product marketing It's almost a central function um, that spans a bunch of other functions at a tech company. And they're mainly in charge with how do we go to market with this product and how do we sell this product? 
So um, an initial will we'll explain a little bit more and get a little bit more into it. But I think for most tech companies, there's kind of two phases. The first phase is how do we build the right product that is that solves our users problem? And then the second phase is how do we sell that product and maximize our revenue? And so uh, I, I believe product managers are predominantly on the, the, the first half, um, while pr product managers also, you know, uh, see a little bit of the second half, but product marketers are generally in charge of the second half. Um, and so, you know, you can't have a successful company without both. Um, and so when pro uh, like everything around product marketing um, centers around, okay, how can we message this product and talk about this product so that it is uh, uh, differentiates from the competition? Um, how do we talk about it so that it resonates with our buyer and our users? And um, how does it solve the actual problem that the user has? Um, so that's one core function of product marketing. Uh, the second core function is more go-to-market. So um, how do we enable sales teams? How do we, uh, which industries do we go after? Um, how do these sales teams exactly pitch these products? Um, and then within that also falls uh, pricing and packaging and competitor analysis. Um, and then finally, I like to think of uh, the last side of product marketing, which is um, more of just like overall brand level awareness. Um, so this is kind of uh, a little like this and like brand and content marketing are, are there's a little overlap there. So it's how do we um, bring as much uh, awareness to this product um, in terms of top of the funnel assets or campaigns. So um, how do we just get uh, mind share from buyers and from people in the general market so they know about our company and our product? Awesome. Thanks. Anish? Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great, great explanation. So um, going back to, or kind of piggybacking off of, of Seren's explanation there, right? The first category that he mentioned of the actual building of the product, right? Um, the product manager, which is what PM stands for um, at its core is, is meant to determine the what and, and the why um, and a bit of, about the when. Um, so what that means is the product manager is responsible for defining the product um, in terms of what customer pain point does that does that product solve? Um, why is that customer pain point valuable? Um, and when is that solution need to be built? Um, and so at, at its core, that is the product manager's um, uh, responsibility. And what that can really entail is, you know, within an organization, um, the product managers in charge of leading the a view of what, you know, what are we trying to build, um, not just today and tomorrow, but over the next course of, of the, the fiscal year or whatever um, that company desires, right? Uh, they're responsible for um, the metrics around uh, what's being built, right? Um, so making sure that what what is um, being delivered to the customer is actually solving a lot of those pain points, right? And and the product manager's function, um, while the product marketing uh, manager might be a little more more outbound outbound uh, facing, the product manager focuses a lot more on the building, right? So they're working with the engineers, they're working with the designers, um, they're trying to figure out what is that that problem that the customer really needs. And then they're working together cross-functionally to actually get that delivered um, in an agile, agile fashion. Um, and so on a day-to-day -day basis, right, um, I think there's, there's a few different functions that you can be 
be involved with as, as a product manager. Um, <clears throat> so I'll bucket them in, into four categories. So bucket number one um, is sort of the, the roadmap strategy and vision, right? And, and the basic way to, to describe that is, you know, we have a, a company vision, right? And, and that's essentially what our product's trying to achieve um, for our customers, right? And, and that's kind of the, it goes along with the mission of the company. Um, so there's work product managers will be doing to make sure that what they're building today um, and tomorrow are going to help contribute to that vision of, of the company or the product. Um, so that can be one big bucket of work. Um, another big bucket of work can be um, actual specs, right? So defining what, what features are actually going into the roadmap um, and how they're going to look, right? And that can be a lot of work with your engineering team. It can be a lot of work with your designers. It can be a lot of work with customers, just validating that solution, right? And, and just kind of project managing that through, through execution. Um, bucket number three, I would say is, um, and this can, this can vary based on the organization, but uh, bucket number three, I would say, is um, getting into the, the metrics and the KPIs, right? So as a product manager, um, you want to be making very um, calculated sort of data-driven decisions. So you want to make sure that, you know, along with getting customer feedback, right, you're looking at data to make sure that um, what you hypothesize is, is going to solve a customer problem actually does make, make that customer problem um, better, right? So you're trying to use data, you're trying to analyze your solutions that are already out in market to make sure they are solving that customer customer problem. Um, and then the fourth bucket um, is really just market research and, and customer, uh, customer interviews or, or user research, right? You wanna be talking to your customers, you wanna be validating your hypotheses around the problems. You wanna be making sure that what you're building again, right, is, is not just a feature or a solution, but it's a solution that solves um, your target customer's pain points, right? And, and so that's a, that's a basic high level um, overview of the product manager's job. I think there's overlapping responsibilities between the PM and the, the PMM, which we can get into. Um, but again, you know, product management varies wildly um, from organization to organization. So um, you know, take that as you will. Yeah, definitely. I would actually love to, you know, jump in and like understand what the overlap is. Cause I know like a big part of our discussion when we were talking is like a niche, some of the work you're doing sometimes sounds like some of the work Saren is doing. And, you know, it's funny cause he's sometimes like, Oh, a niche, you're a PMM now. So I'd just love to hear more about, you know, like the overlap between the two. Um, but like, where's the real divide and like, how do you find that divide? Yeah, so I'll take a first crack and in, Anish, in feel free to uh, add on or, or keep me honest. But, um, well, I mean, to be honest, there's no such thing as a divide. Like, there's no clear line. And it's going to be different from company to company. Like, me and Anish have talked a bunch. And, you know, like the role of a PMM and a PM, PMM and a PMM at Salesforce, they have much different roles than a PM and a PMM at IBM. Um, and, you know, that can vary also between B2B versus B2C companies. And that can also vary between small companies versus big companies. So um, there's never really like a, a magic line or a magic divide. Um, but some of the overlap that we've experienced a lot, first of all, I think uh, knowing the customer really well and knowing the customer problem really well, both the PMM and the PM, PM should know. Um, the PM should know the problem really well so that 
he or she can can think of ways to solve it. And the PMM should know the problem really well. So he or she can think of ways, how do we message this? How do we go to market with this? How, do, how can we create effective marketing content and campaigns around this problem and these problems that are being solved? So um, customer interviews, getting to know the customer, getting to know the market, getting to know the problem is um, where there's overlap. Uh, obviously knowing the competition is, is where there's overlap. Um, and... Uh, you know, some other like more tactical things, for example, uh, are like who owns the digital presence of, of the product. Um, so, you know, uh, at Salesforce, for example, PMMs will own the entire digital presence of, of salesforce.com. So we're in charge of getting leads through our funnel. Um, and some people might think that that's uh, growth PM and what growth product management is. Um, but at Salesforce, PMMs are in charge of, of the entire web presence, optimizing that web presence to make it better for the people who come to our web presence and trying to get them to fill out a lead form um, and convert to a, a lead and eventually a sale. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll stop there and let you take it in yeah. Um, so I think, I think there's a lot of overlap, um, uh, between, between the two roles. Um, and you know, I think outside of engineering, they are, are really important functions. And I think one thing to, to make a distinction of, at least in my, um, my, um, my perception and my, uh, you know, history of, of understanding and, and people I've spoken to, in, in B2B versus B2C, it's very different, right? Um, in, in terms of the functions. Um, so, so from a, a product management perspective, right? Um, I think a lot of the, that overlap can be on, you know, market research, on doing customer interviews, um, doing competitive analysis. Um, even as a product manager, you're, you're constantly messaging your product and talking to your users about the value prop that you have. Um, and so those are the, there, there's plenty of uh, overlap um, in in the two roles. And I would say, right, when you come down to the type of organization and the type of product that you're you're um, selling to your customers, I would say as a, a product manager, at least um, you know, in the organization I've worked for so far, um, so much of your job is also messaging because when you have a complex B two B software, for example. Um, you know, that's different than working at, you know, maybe, maybe a consumer company like Facebook or, or Spotify, um, as a product manager, you know, our job is also to effectively message what our product is solving to, for our customers, um, not only to our customers, but also to our sellers, right. Um, and to our CSMs and, and other internal, um, you know, stakeholders within our company. So, um, I think the, the line is, is different from, from company to company, but there's also a lot of overlap, right? Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I think there's a lot of uh, skills that are needed for both roles that are, that are similar. Yeah. Okay, um, awesome. I'm just going to add on to that really quickly and say that like, just so, the, just, just so our, our listeners have like something clear to take away from this is like, I would say the PM really owns the solution. Like what is being built? Um, the PMM, can have a say or have influence, but really at the end of the day, it's the PM's call. Um, and uh, the PMM really owns, okay, how are we talking about this product? What are we saying? Um, you know, obviously the PM has influence, but at the end of the day, it's the PMM's call. So I'd say those are like the clear, like more crystal uh, distinctions. Um, but yeah, of course there's overlap. 
Yeah, yeah I, I think I think uh, you used to say this, um, Sren, but the, the PMM's job is to uh, basically take what the PMs um, sort of conceptualized and built, built from one to 100, right? So their job is to really take what, what's been built for the customer and accelerate that growth and get it into the customer's hands. Um, you know, and, and, and part of that is also, you know, making sure it's solving, solving the customer's problem, right? Which I was speaking about for the product manager, but that that is truly the PMM's job, right? Take that product that's been built and accelerate its growth. Um, and so, yeah, that, that, would, that would be, I think, the clear, clear kind of distinction today at least. Yeah. And I know Anish, you talked like touched on skills that were needed and how, you know, there's a lot of skill overlap. So I kind of wanted to focus on that as well. I know like starting for you, right. You studied industrial engineering, so completely different than something in like, you know, product marketing management. So I'm really curious. This is kind of like a two part question for you. It's like, what, what really drew you towards like PMM coming from like the industrial engineer background and like what, what skill set do you think you need to number one, get a job in, in the role as well as also be like successful in the role? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, yeah, again, like Avi said, I was an industrial engineer, which is pretty much like, I like to say it's like a mix of statistics and like some business courses and some computer science courses. So uh, I can get away and say that, you know, I'm a little technical. Like I know, I know what code looks like. Um, and, uh, at the same time, you know, like I've took some statistics courses, so analytical, do a lot of math. Um, and so I never in my life did I think I was going to get into marketing. Uh, and, uh, when I was looking for, uh, internships in college, I actually chose, um, product management, uh, as a way to go down, uh, because I thought it was like the perfect balance between being technical and, and, uh, like really knowing, like being on the business side of things. Um, and for me, uh, when I interned in product management, um, I had a little bit of a different experience. Um, my experience was very in the weeds of product development um, and working with the engineers and like going through the entire agile or going through the entire agile and scrum process. Uh, and I felt like that was just, um, you know, while a lot of people really, really like that, I felt like I still wanted to be more on the customer facing, more outbound side of things. Um, and so, uh, I started talking to a bunch of people at Salesforce. Um, uh, I learned about sales. I learned about customer success and professional services. I learned about corp development. Um, and then I learned about product marketing. And I was like, wow, this is really cool because not only are you close to the product um, and you understand like the, the business side of the product, but it's very strategic. You got to think about how we differentiate from our competitors um, you're in charge of, of bringing revenue to this product. So um, for me, I was like, you know, this is, this is pretty cool. Um, and something that, uh, you know, I want to try out. Uh, it's a little more on the creative side, like thinking about how, how we can uh, like create these campaigns or these, con this, these pieces of content or this messaging that will stick with the customer. Um, and so uh, I thought that was really cool and I gave it a try and, and I've really liked it so far. Um, I'd say some skills that that would make you really successful in this role um, I would say the first thing is it that I've learned is as a PMM, what will make you really good at PMM is being number one, really close with your PM um, and knowing the product inside and out. And, and that means asking as many questions as possible to your PM, uh, trying to talk to your engineers um, and just literally learning it inside out. Because I think what makes you a strong marketer is 
being able to be technical and get in the weeds and understand exactly how the product works. So you know how to message it. Right. And I feel like that's where a lot of product marketers lack is they don't get into the weeds of the product. Um, and because of that, they don't talk about the product that well. So I'd say that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is just really like wanting to, to know how to tell a good story and like being engaging. And, you know, like at Salesforce, there's kind of a formula for how we tell a story for how we pitch the product. But at the same time, like people try and like get really creative within that and think of how do we tell like a story? How do we talk about a complex technology like like uh, data services or um, or like uh, machine learning? And how do we actually make it stick with a user who has no idea what that is? Um, and so, you know, telling a story and really uh, figuring out how do we take the customer, the user through all these ups and downs of problems, solutions, different things happening uh, is an important skill. Um, and then the third skill I would say is um, just communication and soft skills. Like I think a lot of the product marketing role is just working with so many different stakeholders, whether it's sales, whether it's customer success, whether it's product, um, whether it's designers, uh, you're constantly working with a bunch of different people. And so being able to articulate your vision um, with confidence, I think is very important. Um, being able to understand why you're doing something and the goals for something and be able to lead a team is uh, are all very crucial. And so um, those are the main things. I, I would say like things that aren't necessarily needed. Um, data analysis, like at, at least it depends on different companies. Uh, at Salesforce, we have teams who will just go pull data and, and get the data that we need. So like for me coming from an engineering and like data analysis major, I haven't done really any uh, data analysis, um, which is kind of, kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a plus and a minus. I think it's a great skill to have, um, but I just haven't done it much of it in my role. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just stop there and, and let Anish take it. Yeah. For you, Anish, I kind of wanted to like change the question a little bit. So I know, you spent two summers in software engineering, right? One with Home Depot, one with uh, JP Morgan. So I'm curious, like, and like your background is in CS. So I'm curious, like, how, how has your CS background really helped you become a better product manager? And like, what have you taken away from like your two summers in software engineering? And like, how have you translated that over to like your job today? Yeah, definitely. Um, so software engineering, uh, and you know, if we go back to, when <clears throat> when we were in college right the discipline of product management the, the discipline of of even product i don't even think product marketing was ever even talked about when we were back in college um product management was was barely talked about it was starting to grow um and so as a computer science major right naturally in in the culture that georgia tech has um it w was the was the way to go right um, so I, I dropped into those two roles, um, right in, in, in the retail space at Home Depot and then in financial services at, at JP Morgan for a little bit. Um, and, and they were great, right? Like they, they helped me, um, understand how to actually take a lot of the skills, um, around application development that I was learning in, in school, right. Through, you know, object oriented programming or, or, um, uh, binary, binary trees, all that, the data structures that we learned, and then some of the application oriented classes, it was, it was great to actually go into um, real legitimate companies with, um, <clears throat> you know, these, these really large scale products um, that people use, people like us use every day, right? 
Um, so it was really interesting to actually go in and see how code is is uh, built in, in staging environments, then taken through through the whole life cycle, uh, gone through you know whatever a bunch of uh, unit tests, stress tests, etc., and then released into production, right? Um, and, and released at scale, right? Ultimately, and then just learning you know the entire agile um, cycle, having standups, doing sprint planning, etc. That that was all new to me, so that was great. Um, that being said. Um, I, I felt like, um, you know, I, I enjoyed the, the technology side of it and, and the, the coding, but I wanted to get a little bit closer to understanding, you know, what are we, what are we trying to do as a business? Why are we building this? Um, you know, who, who are our true customers? Right. And I, I feel like I never got that kind of lens in, in those, those roles, um, and I remember like one of my friends back in, back in school had told me about this role called program manager um, at Microsoft. And he's like, yeah, you know, like you should, you should look into that. Um, and, and I was like, yeah, I think, I think that based on what you're telling me, it sounds like a cool, cool job. And, and that's really just uh, program managers, what Microsoft calls their product manager for, for everyone that, that doesn't know. Um, and so I looked into it and I was like, yeah, this sounds really cool. It, it Sounds like everything I would be doing as an engineer, except I'd be spending more time with people trying to figure out, um, you know, what we're trying to do and, and why we're trying to build build that specific solution before it gets into the engineer's hands, right? And so I was like, well, let me give give this a try, um, and, and ultimately, then you know, got the opportunity to to do it, um, you know, in my role today at at IBM, um, and yeah, it's been it's been great um, so far. Um, so yeah, what, what was the, remind me what your second part of the question was? I think the second part was more focused on like skills that you use today. Mm. Uh, and then like how you've kind of upskilled yourself to meet the demands of, you know, your role today, um, and how you've dealt with like your product changing over time and like adapted with it. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> I think your question was also how, how does the, the computer science degree, oh, yeah. um, aid in in the role yeah so th- that's an interesting question because back when um back when Seren and i were were looking for the full-time roles right there was this like wall um to to become a product manager and that wall was you needed to be a computer science major right and and there was this perception in the market um not only i'm sure by hiring managers but also recruiters that if you didn't have this degree right like you know there it, it was a scarce role um, and, and there was a high supply of people that wanted to do it. Right. And so that was an easy way to, to kind of, um, neglect, you know, uh, people who didn't have that background. Um, that being said, right. I think the computer science degree is extremely helpful. Um, that being said, um, I, I think it, it should be looked at from a perspective of, you know, what is your product? Um, and who are your users, Right. Um, and, and the computer science knowledge will always help, but I don't think that's a necessity to be become a successful product manager. Um, but I'll, but I'll give you an example, right? Um, so let's say, you know, you're a product manager, um, at, at Facebook, right. And, and your job is to, uh, make, make the user's newsfeed, um, as engaging, uh, as possible, right? In, in that, you know, your, your metric is, right, um, driving stickiness and making sure people aren't, aren't leaving that homepage or, or they're engaging with it. And 
they're active and they find the, the content useful, right? In that case, you know, you can make the argument that having a technical degree isn't, isn't going to be a huge deal, right? Uh, you, can, you can pick it up. You'll be dealing with engineers, but you don't need to be having very deep conversations with them around system, system design or, or architectures, um, you know, or anything like that, right? On, on the flip side of that, you know, I can speak to, to the role that, that I'm in, right? When, when you're in um, a domain such as the, the cloud, right? or, or um, anything infrastructure related or, or something in the ML or AI space, right? Um, in that case, <clears throat> I think a technical degree can help um, or just you diving in and, and like Seren was mentioning, really getting to, into the weeds of the product, right? And, and the more you understand about that, especially if your product's users, main users are um, software engineers or, or data engineers or data scientists, right? In, in that sense, in that case, um, the more technical you are, right? I, th I think the better. Um, so I don't think that can, that can hurt. Yeah. End all be all for everybody is if you want to be a PM, you don't need that be, you don't have to have a CS degree. Companies use it as a way to filter people out. But if you network, if you meet up with the right people, if you uh, do, a, if you, you know, start your own company, like those things are much more important than a computer science degree. So really it's just a stamp and you don't need to worry. That's, that's not the end all be all. Yeah. And I think, I think something to take away from like what you, both of you guys have said is like, you have to know the product and you have to know like what your users want from the product. And if you can like demonstrate that during an interview or even like during a networking like coffee chat, I think it goes a long way. Just being able to think like have that user centric design way of thinking. Um, but like the last thing I really wanted to touch on, because I know we're running up on like 30, 30 ish minutes right now is uh, like kind of like the future of your role. So like, mm -hmm. sorry, I'm gonna start with you again. But uh, like, what do you kind of see your career moving forward as as like a product marketing manager? I know, we make jokes and like marketer for life, this, that, but I'd just love to hear like, like, what do you think, like, being a PMM is and like, how does that look five years? And beyond five years, 10 years or 15 or 20. And then you can kind of give your own spin on it. Cause obviously it's different by like small to big company, like B2C, B2B, but we just love to hear your take on it. So j just so I, I understand your question, right? Are you asking about like the future of, of PMM and where that role is going to be? Or are you asking about like the future of like the, the career ladder? Like what the uh -huh. career? More like the career ladder. And then I'm specifically asking like for you, what do you see like yourself moving up as? Uh, I think that's like probably what you've researched the most. To be yeah, honest. it's a great idea. Or I mean, great question. So, you know, I've, I've thought about this a lot, but I don't really have a great answer. Um, so, you know, obviously like, right. I was in, I, I, I interned in PM, I switched over to PMM full time and I've been in PMM for three years now. So it hasn't been a crazy long time, but it's still been a decent amount of time. Um, and I really like PMM. I think there's a lot that I have to learn in PMM. Um, I think there's, there's a, a bunch of people, um, who, uh, like, I, I think there's so many aspects of PMM that, um, are still like really new and that you can get really good at. Um, I would say like analyst relations is, is one of them that I am trying to work on this next year is like, how can I talk to analysts, build a relationship with these analysts in our market? Um, and, uh, be able to like understand their point of view for the market um, and, you know, articulate our, our products and our vision for our products uh, that match their point of view or, um, or challenge their point of view. So 
Um, I think that's, that's one, like one particular area that I can grow in. And there's multiple uh, areas within PMM that I can grow in. Um, and so because of that, I see myself staying in, in PMM. Um, and the way that it works at Salesforce is, is I'm just a product marketing manager. Um, there are a bunch of levels. Um, but I'd say really, once you get to like the VP of PMM level, that's really when you're like leading a team, leading an entire uh, product marketing team that spans all the areas of, of product marketing. So, um, uh, you know, brand marketing, uh, messaging, um, demos, go to market, competitive analyst relations, press relations, um, design. So, uh, I think that would be a cool area to get to one day. Um, and I also feel like at that level, you're uh, making like really strategic decisions, um, with your head of product or your VP of product about where the product should go, what the vision and the strategy is. Um, and I actually think it's, it's kind of interesting. I think there's even more overlap between what a head of product does versus a head of PMM. Um, I think there's a, a lot more overlap there. So, um, I think eventually, uh, I think I want to just keep, keep going the, the marketing route. Um, and, and see where it takes me. But uh, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying marketing so far. And I, I think I'm just going to stick that way. And then just kind of like adding on to that, do you, do you see like a difference between the route at like a bigger company, like right now you're at Salesforce, right? Versus like a smaller company, let's say like a pre-IPO late stage startup and even like an early stage startup. Are you asking like if, if, if I would be interested in going to one of those? Or? Not like really if you're interested, but like how would that differ? Because obviously like I know Salesforce is also like one of the companies that puts a lot of emphasis on like PMM, right? Mm -hmm. So they have like a built out ladder that you can climb. They have like built out roles for that. So I'm just like curious, like how would that differ at like another, like a late stage startup or like an early stage startup where it's not as defined? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So I would say any B2B startup, B2B SaaS startup is generally valuing PMM and building out their PMM practice in a robust way um, because they are the arm that really enables the sales teams. Um, and so, you know, I've heard uh, many like uh, pre-IPO companies having pretty built out PMM groups. Um, and so uh, I think, you know, there's the general hierarchical and and like same responsibilities at uh, later stage startups, pre pre IPO startups. I think the earlier company you are, I think PMM is, is more of an afterthought, like seed stage series A, uh, maybe even series B, like the PMM, like there may be one or two PMMs at this company. Um, and I, you know, there's been a lot of people talking about how PMM should be brought in earlier just to help the, the company better articulate their vision and, and those kinds of things and product messaging earlier on um, as, as a way to just differentiate your, themselves. But I don't think it's really stuck yet so far. So if PMM is something you're really interested in, um, I would look at, you know, bigger companies, later stage startups. It's not as built in, in, in smaller startups, but um, maybe one day, I think as people start seeing the value of PMM more, because again, PMM is, is a very new, uh, is generally a newer role. Um, it, it, it'll potentially start picking up steam for the smaller companies. Do you want to, do you want to quickly expand on for, for those of our, our audience that don't really understand the, um, different sizes and types of companies like you know you said seed series a series b do you want to go into a, a little bit of detail about what that what that means and and kind of what organizations look like um at those different stages and how marketing kind of plays a role 
Yeah. And I can give my best stab of you. You also know this stuff pretty well too. So, um, you know, feel free to add on, but I would say, you know, at like a small stage company and we, we say seed stage, um, that means you've gotten a seed round of venture funding, which is, you know, probably no more than one to 5 million, um, in like in the Bay area, probably because they, that's where they fund the most amount of money. You probably have a team of, of under five people, um, five to 10 people maximum. Um, and, uh, you're generally focused more on finding product market fit, um, and building a, building a product, building an MVP product. Um, so generally the, the people, uh, in this, uh, and maybe we can do a deep dive of like, of this in, in a different episode, but generally, um, you have, uh, mainly their engineers, um, and mainly like a CEO, um, and maybe some salespeople and the CEO really does the job of like the salesperson and like the, the product manager. Um, that's kind of how I think about it. Um, and the, the, you know, the product marketer, um, the CEO does like a whole lot of that, um, and uh, then, you know, after that, like series A is, is probably um, an under 50 person company. They've raised maybe between five and 20 million uh, in, in funding. Um, they are starting to build out more of their engineering side. Um, I think uh, at that point um, they have found product market fit. So that means, you know, they found customers who are willing to buy their product, who, who uh, like their product. And if they if they didn't have their product, they would find their lives harder um, and, and they would be upset about it. Um, so uh, yeah, series A round is really when the company's starting to scale. So they're starting to scale their engineering team. They're starting to scale their, their product team and maybe their sales team um, or definitely their sales team. Um, sales is, is, is one of the departments that uh, is scaled a lot more um, or, or is, is like start, starts to be scaled um, as companies grow. Um, and you know, that as, as you grow from series B to series C to series D and so on, uh, your sales team gets bigger. I'd say product marketing starts to get, I'd say product management probably starts to get more introduced around series A, series B, a a real product management team. And then product marketing probably comes around series C, series D. So I think the, the main takeaway here, um, and yeah, maybe we can do, do a deep dive on, on, uh, various stages of, of companies and how they grow through the life cycle um, and, and how different functions kind of shape take place. But um, I think that the main takeaway here is, right. If you make the distinction between the product manager and the product management function versus the product marketing function um, earlier on in, in the life cycle of the company, the product manager is going to be a little bit more, more important in, in, in building out and, and actually developing the product. Right. But as the company starts to grow and as the company starts to scale and they've found their product market fit, they've accelerated, you know, in terms of the number of customers they might have. Um, that's when when a company will really start to lean on building out its marketing organization, right? To take that product that that seemingly is solving a, a market problem and now scaling that to too many customers, um, you know, whether that's customers of a specific industry or, or across various different industries. Um, and then also, you know, taking that product and potentially messaging it um, or to, in, in other, other ways, right. And, and approaching different segments. So um, yeah, that's, that's kind of a main distinction, right. Product management earlier on in the life cycle of the company, then as it grows, marketing becomes, becomes important. 
Yeah, I think I think both of you guys hit really good points on like how companies evolve. And I do agree that there's like so much that you can dive into and like really rip apart and like what a company looks like at a different stage and how that even looks like across different sectors and different like business types, like a B2B company and a B2C company, they're obviously tackling different problems. So they're going to have different solutions and like different ways to scale their businesses. Uh, but I kind of want to bring it back to like the original question I asked Sarin. I kind of wanted to turn it over to a niche to, to like, you know, like wrap it up a little bit, but yeah, we'd just really love to hear like what you think of as your career progresses in product management, how you think of progressing it. Yeah. So, so generally, um, uh, you know, product managers, right. I, I came in as a, um, associate product manager and that's where generally, you know, if you come out of undergrad, you will, will come into a, a organization through, through rotational programs, right. There's several, um, but as you kind of grow, right. You, you become, uh, from there generally a, a product manager. Um, and again, this, this like other, many of the other examples we were talking varies by varies widely by uh, wildly by, by organization, right. B2B, B2C, different size organizations. Uh, but the general ladder that I've heard, right. Is, is associate product manager. Then, you know, as you, you grow your skills, you, you, um, you know, build out certain features, right. You take on more responsibility, you become a product manager. Um, and then from a product manager, right. You continue to grow, you, you ship more larger impactful features, or you, you start launching, you know, full out products that you've conceptualized, um, tested with, with customers, written out the requirements for built out a, a market, um, uh, you know, research or, or strategy document as to why you're approaching a, a specific customer problem, um, you know, built out your MVP, so, uh, you know, assessed all the costs of, of doing that, figuring out how you're going to price it, right? All of those different things and then actually launching it and then measuring that impact in market, um, in, in the market and in the customer adoption of that, right? you'll continue to grow, right? And then you become a senior product manager, generally a principal product manager, director of product, um, and then, you know, ultimately VP of product. And then, you know, from there, generally either CEO, C CPO, um, or even, you know, other functions, right? Because product management is such a versatile versatile role. Um, you know, that being said, for me personally, I, I see myself continuing to grow as a product manager. Um, I really enjoy the, the cross-functional aspects of it and coming back to my, you know, engineering roots, it's, it's one of the closest roles to actually developing the product and being with the engineers um, that you can get in, in an organization without actually, uh, you know, being, being the engineer. Right. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's a really, um, you know, versatile, uh, you know, different responsibilities every day. There, there's so many problems being thrown at you and, and you're really just in charge of, of the roadmap and, and the vision, the vision of, of the product and, and company. Right. Um, and so I think that's all, all really exciting stuff, really impactful for, for, um, you know, the customers you're, you're trying to, trying to solve a problem for. Um, and so, yeah, I see myself kind of growing, growing on that path. Okay, awesome. No, that was super helpful. And I think like both these answers and like the past, like 30, 45 minutes have been really great and just doing a deep dive. Uh, so to really like wrap it up, um, starting with you, Sarin, like what is one piece of advice you'd give to someone that wants to break into a PMM? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, because I know you want to wrap this up, I'll make this quick for you, Avi. Um, you know, on top of like, you know, the obvious marketing uh, skills that you can have, like creating a, a nice looking deck, creating a story, um, under, you know, creating campaigns and content. Uh, I would say the biggest piece of advice that I have learned from in terms of breaking into PMM or, or really any job for that matter is it your soft skills and your like ability to hustle and, and network to get the job will get you the job more than anything else. Um, if there's a company that you really want to work for, like go on LinkedIn and find a bunch of PMMs or PMs or whoever it is who work for that company, um, message them, try and get some time on their calendar to just pick their brain about, about the role. Like you can ask them, for example, in PMM, you could ask them, you know, what kind of products have they launched? Like what do they do in a product launch? Like how do they think about uh, pricing the product versus their competitors? What is one thing they learned about selling the product or, or enabling sales teams um, and, and bringing the product to market that, that, you know, they'll take, you know, for the rest of their career, ask those kinds of questions, be knowledgeable about the space um, and just show your interest in the space and the company. And uh, if they just see that, then they will vouch for you. And that's really what gets your foot in the door because with product marketing and, and uh, the same thing with product management, the hardest thing is just getting your foot in the door. And so just by reaching out to people and showing your interest and, and like hustling, uh, you're going to be able to do it. Awesome. Yeah, no, it seems like networking and just, you know, being able to like talk about why you want the job and why you want the role is like a massive part of it. Yeah. Um, so Anish, to you, like, how did you end up sourcing your job? And like, what's the piece of advice you'd give to someone? Yeah. Um, so I think, uh, I, you know, I'll echo everything that CERN says. Um, I think one of the easiest ways to get a job doing what you aspire to do, uh, for example, you know, if you're interested in getting into product management, that the simplest way to do it is to go talk to somebody who is a product manager, um, ask them what they do on a day-to-day basis, um, try to understand how your experiences and skills match up to that. And then, you know, ultimately see if they can, they can give you a referral and, and help, um, you know, help you get an interview at that company. Right. And, and there's plenty of, uh, for, for, um, you know, stu- for, all you guys who are, are still in school, right. Or, or doing an undergrad, um, degree, right. There's a lot of rotational programs out there. So I'd encourage you to do some research on, on, um, on those and, and figure out when those applications open and try to start networking with, with people in those roles. Um, that being said, right. I think another, another way to kind of get it, get this job, especially because they're becoming, um, you know, increasingly competitive. And I remember like the whole uh, uh, catch 22 situation when I was applying was, well, you know, we're not going to hire you because you don't have product experience. Well, how do you get product experience without getting an opportunity to get product experience? Right. And so, so the, the, the the big piece of advice I would say is um, just do the job on your own. Right. So, so as a product manager, Um, you know, your job is to really go and and figure out, um, you know, find a very specific customer pain point to solve, right. And and make sure that pain point is impactful um, and then build a solution accordingly for those customers. Right. And and then, you know, a lot of the other stuff uh, hopefully falls into place, like, um, you know, actually building out the the solution and and figuring out how you're going to price that and, and making sure it's a, it's a model, you know, business model you can sustain. But, 
um, you know, I'd encourage you to, uh, you know, pick a company that you really like or, or pick a problem that you find really interesting or, or some type of customer segment that you see as a problem. And, uh, you know, just go start talking to, to users in that space, um, you know, figure out what's impactful uh, to, to, to approach there, come back, you know, um, synthesize all of that information, figure out what the biggest one is to solve, and then just build a prototype, go back and test it with them. Um, and then, you know, if it's successful, you know, try to try to build a, a, a large, you know, full scale application, whether that's a web app, whether that's a mobile app, you know, publish it on the app store. Um, I think any, any product manager um, that, that you talk to and network um, if you show them that you've done that, right. Like, I think that's a, that's a big leg up for, for yourself. Um, so, yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, anyone, anyone can do it, right. Especially now that it's becoming easier and easier to, to build out prototypes. Right. Um, and especially like, you know, they don't even have to be fully functional prototypes. You can use like a design application to just go and test this and see if users would actually bite. Um, so, um, yeah, I think there's ways to kind of do the role without actually doing the role. And then that can really, really help you out. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I kind of have a follow up for both of you. I know I said I wanted to wrap it up, but I just like had, a, had another thing. So I know we kind of talked about like, if let's say you're an undergrad and you're, you're targeting a PMM job or a PM job, but I want to go into the situation like you want to be a PMM or a PM. You don't get the job. Like what's another thing that I guess you can go and work in? And then how do you kind of make that lateral jump over to like a PM job or a PMM job, PMM job, like maybe two to three years into your career? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I'll take a first stab at that. So <clears throat> for PMM, I think the skill that uh, will that that I think our team finds the most value in and we see the most people uh, switch out of and come into PMM is solution engineering or sales. Um, so solution engineering is like a function of sales, which um, is more on the technical side. So they'll come in on a deal on a sales deal and like uh, give like a demo of the product or answer any like really technical questions about the product. Um, they will pretty much like create proof concepts for that customer and be like, okay, this is how your life and how your uh, problem will be solved with this product. Like, this is exactly what it looks like. I'm going to take you through an, a day in the life of your company using this product. Um, so, uh, we find that solutions engineers are, are really useful in product marketing because they learn how to articulate the value of the product really well. And, but they also really understand the product at a technical level. Um, so they fit well into product marketing because of those things. Um, and really the only, uh, thing that, that, um, that is a learning curve for them when they switch to product marketing is how can we create this content um, that's strategic and scalable for our user base. Um, but solutions engineers also really understand our customer base and our user base in the market, which is great. I'd say the same thing with sales reps, um, but sales reps aren't necessarily as technical um, and as close to the product. They're generally selling a, a, a few other products as well. Um, so I would say really solutions engineers uh, more than anything. Awesome. What about you, Nish? Yeah. Um, so like, you know, I'll also kind of echo that, um, that response. Um, but, but yeah, just to add on to that last question around piece of advice, the, the, the second piece of advice I would give is don't get discouraged. 
Um, you know, I think, um, you know, when, when we were recruiting, right, there were only so many PM roles um, available to new grads. And there were so many applicants trying to get those jobs, right? And those jobs were very extensive, um, you know, arduous processes, right? And as a result, you know, not everybody's going to get that job. And, and I don't think that's a reflection on you as a, a person or, or your intellectual, you know, capabilities or your skills that you could bring to the role. It's just a, it's just a matter of, right, there's, um, there's a lot of people that want to do it. Um, now, that being said, you know, let's say you're in a position where, okay, you know, you haven't, you haven't gotten the role you wanted. Um, I would say, um, you know, take on any role where you're going to go in and learn um, about how a product is built. Um, you know, you're, you're going to get a lot of exposure to customers. You're going to get a lot of exposure to, um, you know, any really function that that's pivotal to it, to an organization. Right. I think you can do it from, from marketing. I think you can jump in from sales. Um, I think you can jump in from design, right. The product managers that I've met have come from various different backgrounds um, and, and all are, are honestly successful because they kind of built skills in another domain and then came to product um, later down the road. Um but the, the one skill I would say that's really important as a, as a product manager, I think is just to be uh, just to be intellectually curious. In, in my opinion, um, I think the more you inquire about your customers, the more you inquire about your product, the more you inquire about your competitors, um, the more you inquire about the way your market's moving, um, the more likely you are to succeed. Um, I think in any role, but, but specifically as a, as a product manager, right. Uh, because as a product manager, your, your job isn't to just uh, continue to solve the problems that that customers face today, but it's also to kind of continue to think about, well, how can this problem change um, over time, right? Like, you know, over the next few years, because markets are getting disrupted all the time, technology is moving really fast. And so it's your job as a product manager, right, to, to think about, um, you know, the, the vision of your company and how, how that should shift over time. Right. And so the more, you know, I think intellectually curious you are just generally, um, I think that the better you will be positioned to succeed, you know, as a product manager. Um, and so I would say, you know, just continue to learn and grow and, and get experience and then, you know, make the transition to product, um, within your company or, or externally. Awesome. No, I think that was a really good response. Um, so that kind of covers a lot of the questions I have. Uh, do you guys have kind of like any closing remarks or any questions you want to ask each other, like PM to PMM or PMM to PM? Uh, I think we covered it. I mean, I feel I feel pretty good. Uh, I think, you know, obviously, like we can go so much deeper or we can even zoom out. So, like, you know, uh, I think it's a matter of just us over the next, uh, you know, few weeks, seeing, seeing, uh, seeing how things work and, and going, but I, I thought this was great. Yeah, I thought, I thought this was really good. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, this addressed, um, a lot of questions that, that you guys, you guys had, and, and hopefully it was helpful. Um, you know, I, I know we, I mentioned this earlier, but stuff like this just, really did not exist um when when we were when we were back in college um so our goal here is really to help 
help educate you guys and anybody else that's interested in, in these fields um, to understand, you know, what, what they're all about um, and, and how to, how to succeed in, in these roles and how to actually, you know, get into these roles. Um, so hopefully you guys found, found the content interesting and, and, you know, we're, we're obviously very welcome to, to feedback improvements, um, topics that you guys are, are interested in hearing as well. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, uh, give us your, your feedback. Yeah. And we'll include like our Twitter information, our emails in the uh, description. So feel free to just send us any messages or, or hit us up, ask us anything. Happy to help in any way. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And, uh, hope you guys have a good day, night, or wherever you are. So take care. Thanks everybody.